Should you do Black Friday deals, free trial lessons and offers, and a little bit about leadership. That's all coming up on this episode of Music Lesson Business Academy. This episode of Music Lesson Business Academy is brought to you by Musi.live, the ultimate music lesson management software. Have you tried teaching with the traditional conferencing platforms? If so, you've probably noticed these platforms lack the tools to conduct effective lessons. Musi.live was developed by music teachers for music teachers. It allows you to host high quality lessons with a full suite of tools developed specifically for you, the music teacher. Thousands of teachers in over 40 countries have already brought their studio to the next level with the help of Musi.live. So why not give it a try today? Two week free trials are available to all users at Musi.live. Once again, that's Musi.live. Hey everybody, Danny here with another episode of Music Lesson Business Academy, coming to you from uh, a little off-site location back down here in Orange County for the Thanksgiving holiday, and I hope you guys get some time off from your schools and get some time to relax, and let's face it, owning a music school is pretty tough business, and owning any business is pretty tough, and especially if you're the top dog and are the leader. And we're going to talk a little bit about leadership today as we uh, get into the show. But first, I wanted to touch base on Black Friday deals. And I know you're probably listening to this. It might already be too late, but I thought I'd get it out there anyway, because every year this kind of comes up. And I, I think there's some important distinctions that you should think about, you know, when looking at like traditional retail promotional shopping periods, you know, Black Friday is one and, you know, there's always, you know, Small Business Saturday and all these different things. And I tend to not really think about any of those things or focus on any of those things because the minimal amount of return that you're going to get from that effort is so small that it's just not worth putting the effort in. And it's important to remember that, you know, in a service-based business, right? You know, it's not like we sell a widget that we can buy more of or produce more of and make it up on volume. We're a service-based business and many of us, myself included, with a lot of, you know, our lessons at the school, we are kind of at a capacity. Like I can't really do any more drum lessons right now. We're just full up. I would need another space to do that. And so offering any kind of, you know, sign up on Black Friday and get this as a discount, most likely I would just be giving a discount away to somebody who was going to probably sign up anyway. So if you have a limited number of rooms at your school, and we know that there is a limited number of specific times that people want to do lessons, two o'clock through 730 or, you know, give, give or take a little bit. There is a point where those spots, I mean, you just don't have any more. So if you've filled those with people that are on any kind of discounted rate, 
that is now a spot that you are just losing money on every week. So we aren't really in a business that can make it up in volume. So I think there's just so many other places and areas that you could focus your attention in. Don't get caught up on one day promotions to sign up people for something that really we're looking for a lifetime long-term you know, value to do. I've done some email campaigns in the past to like potential students that didn't sign up or maybe students that um, stopped doing lessons. And, you know, the return on it is very, very small. I think, you know, you would be better off just having somebody call those past students and just talk to them about getting back into lessons and maybe not offering any kind of discount. So when we have a limited capacity like we do, it's real important to not do discounts. If you are going to do anything, you can do it for a very small period of time, like waiving a sign-up fee or giving them a discount on a first month of lessons or something like that. But to just do it for you know, a Black Friday event, we're just not the type of business that people are looking at Black Friday deals for. You know, um, They're ready to get in line at the Walmart and save money on a TV or something, something like that. So. There's my two cents on Black Friday deals. I would move on and focus on something else. Along those same lines, though, is the concept of doing a free trial lesson as a way to lock a student in, uh, a new potential student, and beyond that, even bigger offers. And you've heard me say many times that most music schools in their marketing, one of the key areas that I always see is nobody has an offer. And if you just look at marketing in general, sales in general, there is usually an offer. Here's the person. Here's the problem. Here's how we solve your problem. Here's a testimonial from somebody saying the way we solve the problem works. And here's my offer to you. We continually kind of miss out on that offer. And the only thing I do see people do is a free trial lesson, which is fine. But again, you may really increase your closing ratio just by having a better offer of some sort. And you just got to get creative. It doesn't necessarily mean giving anything away for free or uh, discounting or anything like that. My offer really doesn't discount the lessons to anybody. They still are paying a sign-up fee. And if they sign up, they're paying full price for that first month of lessons. So I've been thinking for a long time about putting a little course together on just how I do that 30-day lesson pass, and I'm going to get that done. If anybody's interested in it, I'll let you know where to find it. But what made me think about the free trial lesson, because there's always a lot of pushback if this comes up in a Facebook group or something, and people will say, oh, you're only going to attract people that want something for free. And that's just not true, because all kind of industries, if I go to test drive or if I'm looking to purchase a new car today and I went to the Mercedes dealer and they said, oh, we don't do test drives. Well, I didn't want to test drive it because I wanted a free drive around the block in a Mercedes. I'm looking to buy a car. I, I, that would be ridiculous if they didn't let me give it a spin around the block. And I think that most of you are looking at it the wrong way. So another example and I posted a little message in uh, the Facebook group about this as I said, what's the number one way that streaming 
TV services, right? Your Paramount Plus, your Netflix or whatever, Epics, um, Stars. What's the number one way they get you to sign up, right? Is they have some new show come out and they say, watch the first episode for free. And so, you know, you, you go over to Epics or Stars or whatever, I don't know what channel, and you watch your first episode of Yellowstone. And then you're like, damn, I kind of want to watch the second episode now. And you sign up. That's the concept of a free trial lesson is to get the opportunity to wow the customer, right? We're always trying to wow the customer and it gives you a great opportunity. It's the reason my 30, well, it's one of the reasons why my 30 day lesson pass works so much better is I get four opportunities to wow the customer. But even in that one opportunity to blow them away and make them realize, yeah, this is the place. So really think about it differently. Yes, there is the occasional crazy customer who just comes in for a free lesson, never had an intention of signing up. But that's one in 100 or one in 500. And you never want to make policy based around the one or two crazy people. You want to make your policies based around what helps the most people. So think about that. And on top of the free trial lesson, get creative and try to come up with some really cool offer. The last little subject I wanted to touch base on is leadership. And leadership is really difficult. And I think, you know, after talking to lots of music school owners and doing some coaching and just interacting with people over the last five or six years that we've been doing the podcast and having the Facebook groups and things like that, I think maybe the number one thing that is probably lacking in most music school businesses is leadership, the ability to manage people. And this, this happens at a lot of types of businesses. My, my girlfriend is a nurse and they recently promoted somebody to kind of be in charge of the other nurses or whatever they do. And, you know, three or four months into it, there's a, you know, there's a revolt. All the other nurses hate the new boss and they're in talking to the bigger boss about it. And this is a common situation. The person that got promoted had very good technical skills. They knew the job inside and out. They knew how to do all the procedures. They knew the financial side of it, whatever. They know all the technical procedures. That does not equate to somebody who can manage and lead a group of people. Technically, you could own a music school and not be a musician at all and be way better at it than somebody who owns a music school who is a virtuoso player because the two things are not really related in any way. So. What commonly happens is you're an individual music teacher yourself, you're teaching you know, a million hours a week, you want to try to figure out a way to expand, and you hire somebody. And you have all the technical skills for how to be a good music teacher that does not equate to the skills needed to be a leader and a mentor and a manager of people. And so many music school owners that I talk to constantly have issues with their teachers. Now, granted, we've got 15 to 18 teachers. Yes, I have issues with my teachers. They're not all perfect, but not at the level that I hear from so many other people. They just can't find anybody or 
there's always this problem or that problem. And as I listen to those stories, I always come back to, it's you. It's your, sorry, there's a little noise there from my dog walking across the floor. <laughs> hi, Callie. You coming to say hi to the podcast? All right. She just licked the microphone. Visual there. All right. So, <laughs> hey, it's a holiday show for fun. And um, building those leadership skills is something that you can do, but you have to work at it the same way that you would work at getting better at your instrument or any technical proficiency that you want to get better at. There's great books out there on leadership. And I just implore you that if you are going to ever manage a single person that you realize it has nothing to do with how good your technical skills were in that given area, your goal is to have people under you that are way better than you are at all the different things. To have somebody who's better at bookkeeping or better at being the front door, uh, talk to customer person, better teachers, better players, all of the teachers, well, most of them that work for me are way better teachers than I ever was or could be. When I oversaw salespeople at Guitar Center, I was a decent salesperson, but my goal was to have people under me that were way, 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 way better than me. And that's the only way that you succeed when you are managing people. And I'll give you on a big picture scale, uh, somebody I think who's terrible at leadership. And you know it's been in the news lately. We could all agree that Elon Musk is a technical genius. He's come up with great ideas and great products. It's very simple to see that he is a very bad leader with his people. And, you know, if you're following the recent Twitter news and things like that, if you just follow him and look at the things he posts on Twitter and the way that he walked in and laid down the my way or the highway to the Twitter employees, it caused a revolt. It was bad management 101. It was exactly what like a brand new person who's never managed at the Taco Bell gets promoted and then acts like an ass to people. And we, it's a really good example. And some people might be listening to this asking, how can you, Danny, uh, uh, an average drummer in a band and owner of a small business, say that Elon Musk is a bad leader? Well, you're equating that because somebody is highly technical, prof pre technically proficient in one area and is a multi-gazillionaire, that somehow that makes them good at everything. And we tend to do this with everybody. We think somebody is the most successful quarterback out there. So when they go on social media or in the news and post about something not related to what we do, we give them more credibility. But those things don't equate. So it, I think when you step back and look at it that way, it's very easy to kind of see um, those pitfalls that can happen. And it can happen to all of us. So I just encourage you to look at leadership and management of people as a skill that you can learn about and you can read about. And, and if you follow your decision-making and look at your interactions that you have with people on a you know, day-to-day -day basis, you will start to see mistakes that you make in your leadership. And we, you know, no matter how good you get, you're going to make some mistakes. 
And even to this day, you know, I've found myself calling a teacher and saying, hey, you know what? I'm sorry that I approached that all wrong. You know, I was having a bad day. I said the wrong thing. I really apologize. Here's what I meant. And even that alone is displaying a certain type of leadership to that person. So it is something you could learn. I encourage you to read some books. Um, You know, How to Win Friends and Influence People is a great starting point if you've never read that book. Lincoln on Leadership was one that I read years ago um, that I got some really good things on. So, you know, do a little soul searching when it comes to that. If you are going to operate a business that has people underneath you, if you get better at leadership, which also equates to management of your people and hiring of the right type of people, that is more likely to have a, big, a bigger impact on your business than just about anything else. All right, guys, that's it for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving and we're on to the holiday season and it's another year already. That is crazy. All right, take care. <laughs>